First question that everybody wants to know is how much money is Kyle B's making? <laughs> like, dude, literally, if if I dedicated the rest of my life to posting your mute that song that you sent me, every video, every single thing was dedicated to to you and that fucking song. Literally, nothing would come from it. Yeah. That's what people don't understand is like three or four percent. That's on the the classic producer will say the average fucking producer will get three or four percent of that. Do the math. That's like thirty, forty thousand dollars out of a million. That's not the worst part. I think the worst part, in my opinion, is hey, everybody, welcome back to season two, episode two of the Kyle Beats podcast. I would like to introduce <laughs> and welcome <laughs> new co hosts of the Kyle Beats podcast, Chris Puncelon, everybody. Thanks, bro. I feels good, man. I was just actually watching our podcast that we did like a couple years ago or a year ago. Yeah, I didn't realize we, we'd done like fucking three together, dude. Yeah, dude. I think and I was been the most reoccurring guest somehow. Yeah, and then I and then when after watching it, I was like, why the fuck? Why would you? Why would this dude ask me to? Out of all people, <laughs> to be <laughs> to be the co-host. You know, it's just it's something I've been thinking about a lot. Is just because I've been building teams in all different little areas, and like you know, sometimes you just fucking. It's all about just fucking picking the right person. Yeah, man. You like, know what? You know what would been cool, what would have been cool if you like did like a, a little tryout, because I'm sure you get like fucking thousands of people. Yeah, but dude, like producers have like a common theme to them. Oh God, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of producers are not. That's why I'm here, dude. Kyle making trash beats, but knows how to <laughs> yeah. be on camera. Really. Yeah, I feel it. No, no, for real. I mean, not not about the trash beats, but it's like um. You got to have the personality too if you're trying to make YouTube videos and content and like I developed this dude and it's not even like I developed a personality. I just learned how to be myself on camera cuz everyone's, you know, everyone around their friends pretty much has like a personality. Yeah. But when you get on camera it's like, oh fuck. It's different. What yeah. do I do now? But everybody, you know what's crazy too? Everybody has like a like a thing that they turn on before like when they start recording videos or like get on Twitch or whatever like it's just like a switch that you turn on. Which has always been so interesting to me to like see somebody turn it on and then turn it off when the like camera comes off when the cameras turn off, which is like I get it, it's super annoying. It's not like I'm I'm hating on it. I just I just think it's super interesting. Yeah, I just learned how to I just learned how to um, be my best self when the yeah. camera comes because yeah. you know when I'm fucking not into it, it's just like horrible. So yeah, we've all had those days. But dude, let's talk about this real quick because I know there's a lot of new people that are listening to your podcast. You've obviously gained. A huge following millions of followers exactly (laughs) fucking millions of followers lots of lots of new money um because like when was the last before the rust podcast when was your last podcast it was like six months six months six or seven months before that and like those were staggered because i was trying to get it back going but i'm looking at it right now so your last one was six months ago and then the the one before that was 10 months ago can i tell you why i stopped though i stopped because i was like dude i need to i need to you know, I slowed down like a year ago, dude, honestly, because I was like, I need to get bigger, dude. Like, I can't, I need to focus on getting my YouTube channel bigger. So when I do have guests, you know, they're bigger guests. I need to, I need to grow. It's just like, I was trying to do everything rather than trying to grow the main Kyle Beast channel. Like at yeah. that time, a year ago, I was getting like 20, 30,000 views a video. And now it's like, you know, the lowest video will be like 70K and then, which I mean, bro, 30K on a video is not, it's not. Like yeah, but anything. I was just, you know, I, it's, there's a lot changes when you can just up the ante, dude. Yeah. And get more views. 
Your channel reminds me a lot of uh, of Max Tuning's channel. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with Max Tuning. Yeah. Um, because his his view count is very. It's been very uh consistent. It's there hasn't been really been any dips, and I've noticed that with your channel, even when you were getting like. I, cause I mean, I've been following you forever. So I've seen your channel grow from like 10 K views average to like what it is now. And it's always been pretty consistent. It's never been like a huge spike and then it goes down in a huge spike. It's always been like, no, very. Yeah. I think it's been growing though. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. It, no, I'm, I'm that, that's uh, what, that's what I mean. It's like, it's been steady where whatever, when it hits a new, when you hit like a ten, like ten thousand more, it stays at that, and then it grows, and then you consistently get fifty k, and then you consistently get sixty k, and then it just keeps going up. Yeah, but were you gonna ask something, or should I fucking get into it? Um, I was <laughs> we gonna ask. We were talking about a bunch of things. Where, yeah, where dude, there's start, a lot dude? of shit. I, the first question that everybody wants to know is how much money is Kyle B's making? <laughs> no, but seriously, the I want to talk about the Russ podcast because um. I know that a lot of people are coming from from you know from his audience and trying to check out what the podcast is all about. So how did you even how did that even start, bro? Like where did how did the relationship start? Yeah, so I told the story a little bit in the YouTube video that was kind of like dedicated to to that. But basically fucking um he just hit me up. He said he saw one of the drip ads, but he's not sure. I know he was, I think I heard in another interview, he was like looking up tutorials and stuff, trying to get better at his own production. And um, so I think that's probably how he got into that arena. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and if you look up, you know, I was flooding with tutorials for a while. So I got a bunch of older tutorials that still get plays today. I still get views. But yeah, I think he just stumbled upon me somehow. Maybe he saw the drip pads and then and then stumbled upon a video. Yeah. And then he just binged the whole shit. Like he binged a bunch of my videos over and yeah. over, which is crazy to think about because I go through mine. And yeah, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll watch a bunch of them. But, you know, I just get so sick of things so quickly <laughs> that I like, hey, watch my videos now, even though I'm they're like so sick at the time. But um, yeah, I just watch a bunch of my videos like the beats and um reached out fucking he d so he dm me right this is the part that didn't make the cut of the video he dm me and he said um yo what's up dude been binge watching your whole videos and then he, and then he said i see all the all the love and i woke up to it that text and at first i was like oh he's just responding to the many messages that i've sent him over the fucking <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i was like oh it's just he's just gonna that's still crazy oh shit russ dm me finally and then uh fucking I looked at the thing and he was reaching out to me and, and then he was like, yo, this is crazy. This is amazing. Cause he was looking back through all the, it was basically me asking him to be on the podcast like a hundred times. Yeah. That's what all the DMs were. Cause I, at first I scrolled through them. All, I was like, Oh my God, this is so yeah, weird. You were dude. just fucking going. <laughs> but <laughs> when I went back, it was just like every six months I would just reply to one of his stories, asked him he should be on the podcast. Yeah. And they all just added up like, over time but that's pretty much how it happened and it's just like fucking that's dope cool. dude i i mean because i'm a huge russ fan so when you told me that i was super happy for you um because it's a good look dude i mean i'm sure you look up to him and like uh, his whole diy thing is is something that uh we well, all was, take inspiration from. i was saying i was saying to vanessa right i was saying to vanessa and someone else i was like dude i fucking i, I feel like i'm the person constantly just you know, inspiring fucking my friends and everyone around me. And just, you know what I mean? I'm constantly the person 
that's just like not lifting everyone up. You're like, doing shit. Yeah, I'm doing shit and telling people, oh, you should do this. And I'm just my brain is just constantly thinking of the bigger. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing, but I'm constantly ranting about something. And, yeah. and, and now that I've ha- actually because I've been doing this my whole life. But now that I, now that I actually have like some validity to it, like I'm actually having some success and whatever. Um, I was just telling Vanessa, I was like, I was like, fucking. Why can't I fucking have someone that I can fucking reach out to? You know what I mean? Why can't I have someone that can show me some shit yeah. instead of me fucking? I'm just always the person that's just the past like however many years that's given advice and and people are asking me this and which is fine. I love I love fucking doing that stuff, but at the same time, it's like I don't even because I'm never like that. I never even I I just want to do everything myself. It's just it's like ignorance or something. Yeah, but I'm just someone who just I don't You're just give super a shit. curious about shit. I mean, even like people didn't see it, but even just setting up the whole fucking the, this this whole podcast, you can kind of see like that you want to accomplish something. So you'll like do whatever it takes <laughs> with as simple as, as as, you know, as setting this shit, up, setting all of this up is like you could see how like how fucking determined you were to fucking figure it out. Like you got the pen in the pad fucking right. OK, I got this. I got this. I got this why it should be working like why is it not working and then just to like see like <laughs> i was continue. like i need to write this down to think i literally <laughs> yeah. drew a fucking square dude but i just need that <laughs> i literally have it in here and i just drew a square and i was like okay so that goes into that i just for some reason i'm such a visual person yeah I'm such, i like, feel a it. literal fucking person um but something that i want to talk about which is something that you brought up earlier and i was like we should save it for the podcast is the whole i mean i'm sure we're going to talk about it multiple times throughout you know different episodes but drip the plugin, obviously, everybody knows about it already. I'm not gonna do a fucking ad read for it right now. <laughs> but if you do, I'll, if you do, I'll clip it. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, like what I, I we we've kind of sort of talked about it before, but like what what made you wanna start a plugin in the first place? So it all started like a year before it came out. Like this shit took so fucking long, dude. Like to make like it's a it's a vigorous fucking process like i said it in the last podcast like uh we're making two more like we're in two more right now it's like but it's like you don't even know when they're gonna come out dude because it's like it's software it's not and and what we're what we're doing too like i know it seems simple drip and everything but what we're doing on the back end is like i don't want to say it's revolutionary but it's it's very like complicated you know shit you know what yeah. I mean? It's it's not like complicated in the sense of like, you know, someone that like a professional programmer can't do it. It's complicated. It's complicated in the sense of it's like it's like brand new shit almost. Yeah. Like this dude Skylar, who I made it with, is like fucking insane at thinking of new things. Yeah. Like he just thinks of programming. Like, you know, if you if you're a music producer and you. You take a melody and then you export it five times to like make it sound worse. And then you pitch it down and you put it in the fruity slicer and then you uh, record it into a fucking tape recorder and then you chop it up. And it's right. like, it's like the first person who ever did that and put it into fruity slicer, like had that idea. Like he's a, he's the person that on the plugin side of things is like having these, like when you make a plugin, it's like this goes into that and then it's like a flow almost. You know what I mean? It's not just like a fucking EQ 
or something. It's not just a fucking reverb or it's not just like a distortion. It's like a flow that this goes into that and that's good. It's like impossible for any fucking distortion in a plugin to be the exact same. Yeah. Like now that I see what goes into it, it's literally fucking impossible for two distortion plugins to be the same. Yeah. Like there's two, unless they just caught, did the exact same thing, but like there's just too, it's too complicated. Um, but yeah, I, I just always wanted a plugin. You know, I've, I always just want like a, a thing. You know what I mean? I just um, was getting sick of making drum kits. So I was like, I want to <laughs> do something like I had my own app before. Like we had a, we had like a game app. I made it, I was in the process of making a second game app, but didn't have, you know, I was broke. So I didn't have any money to fund it. And then, and then we made like a freaking social network app. So I was always just, and I was always making websites. I always just like creating things that I could present to people to see how they reacted pretty much. Yeah. That's right. It's the same thing with music. I just want to make a beat and see what people think of it. So you so, came through, made it, made, made drip. And how did it come out? Like how was, how was it received when you first put it out? People were fucking going crazy. I mean, it was called, you know, something else yeah. when we first dropped it. But <laughs> we just switched it just to not have to deal with that. And then it was it was crazy. I mean, it, it was insane at the start because when we first launched it, the bugs were fucking a disaster. The yeah. first launch. Which you would think, like, you ask a lot of people, like, you ask me to test it out. And, like, you, I'm sure you asked a bunch of other people. Yeah, that's the thing, like, dude. Like, how can you even prepare for that? You know? That's the thing, dude, is you don't fucking know. So I have, like, you know we i have a list of people you're on the list of people that have this uh version software and this type of computer and like right. so we can test it on fucking everything but yeah that's that's how it happened um i linked up with skylar fucking he was like he was just making plugins just not making any money <laughs> and now his life <laughs> yeah. has fucking changed dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was just like fucking broke and just he didn't even want to do it at first like i had to convince him Right, because he was like, "Oh, do you know what goes into a plugin?" Which is reasonable, but I was just, I was just about it. So you put it out. People, people loved it. Went crazy. When did you start pumping money into ads and like doing that whole side of things? Uh, that was in August, but I already had. I was already running ads on other all, all sorts of shit before that. Yeah, just kind of <laughs> testing it, and I can tell you that the magic is not. The magic is not in the ad. It's not in the fucking plugin it's not in kyle beats it's in the entire fucking thing you know what i mean because yeah. i've run ads where they didn't work and i had the exact same data i had the exact same targeting you know what i mean it's it's the exact same like layout on the product page and it's just because the product wasn't the whole presentation of it wasn't good enough to actually like make money off it and like a lot of times too is like you're not even people it's just like people react from fear. It's the same reason when someone's views go down, they get afraid. You know, like yeah. you know, there's, we just fucking pump them out, dude. If it's doing good, if it's not doing good, and that that just pumping out the same ad over and over is what turned it into a thing. Like a lot of people would have stopped it the day it didn't do very well or whatever and all this stuff, but yeah, because of the way that I fucking treated it. Um, but yeah, it was crazy off the start. The plugin, it, the whole the whole piece together like no one has seen a plugin like this that has animations on it and it's super easy to use like it was just everything together combined yeah. with like kyle beats and all the shit i've done before and like my presence on youtube it was just a perfect storm pretty much so pre um pre uh what's it called kenny beats like 
talking about it on the stream because I feel like that's that really like took it to another level. Where was it's like was it, it turned it into a, it it really turned it into the meme. So it wasn't a meme before that though. Not re- like it, it kind of was, but it wasn't like officially a meme, I would say. Yeah. So and I like so- milk the shit out of that. Like I donated fucking money on the stream and everything. Yeah, <laughs> I should get cut out of that because I mean, how <laughs> yeah, you hit me up. How else would you have? No, I'm playing. But uh, yeah, dude, because I was watching, I was watching Kenny on stream, and then um, they were talking about it, and then people were fucking going crazy in the chat. Um, so I had to tell you, and then I didn't get to see what happened after, but obviously, you know, people that were on the stream got to see it. Like, you just donated a bunch of subs, um, which was like, I, I was just, I wasn't, maybe, maybe I was less surprised, but I was just, I was really, uh, taken back by how like cool Kenny Beats was with you after that, you know? And he wasn't like really trying to make fun of you to like hurt you or anything, hurt your feelings. Like he was just all in good fun. I don't think he would have hurt my feelings, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> like he wasn't out there to like try and roast you to like get a reaction out of you. I think it was just like he was genuinely just trying to be funny and and then it fucking Yeah, cuz I'm just I'm just over here doing my thing. Like, yeah. Fucking, like you can't really hate on that, dude. Like yeah, your your fucking ad shows up on every video, but you're like a genuinely like cool dude and like I'm just trying to pioneer the fucking way, dude. Yeah. Like I'm wearing like, let's add up my fucking outfit that I'm wearing right now. It's like $50. <laughs> not even, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm not fucking, I'm not, I have, I don't have a new car. I don't fucking make, do a launch and then fucking, you know. Splurge. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to fucking pioneer the way, dude. In all aspects. Like, in, in music, in the actual producer YouTube niche. Like, I'm trying to do it everywhere, dude. I'm trying to just yeah. fucking flood the gates and do everything i want like i haven't even i haven't even touched like the music shit as much as i will be in the future so is that something that you kind of want to focus more on too uh this year and like uh, in the future is the music or do you want to go hard with the plugins and kind of go that route so we're going hard with everything but like i've i'm just the the hard part was like structuring it in a way where it's like i have the editor now seth shot seth um he's been editing all my videos i actually edited the last one just because i really wanted to <laughs> but i finished it and i was like fuck this dude i'm never editing another video <laughs> which is so interesting because i remember we had a conversation about editors yeah like, a while ago and you're like yeah. there's no way i tried it and there's like no fucking way i'm, I'm letting i was so fucking you know why i switched dude because mr beast had a video and he was like yeah why is anyone editing their own same video? i saw that we probably saw the same video yeah that's He's like, just one. sit down with an editor for three three edits and then you're good. And I was yeah. like, damn, what the fuck am I doing? This it's dude has truth, a billion fucking followers. So if you structure it, it's funny because I have more responsibility and work than ever right now. But because of the way I'm structuring this whole thing with like putting the right people in the right place, um, I'm like making more music than ever. Yeah. Like I wake up and just make a song some days, which I fucking never did before because it was like, you know, like, oh, I got to get this video out, video every other day and edit, 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 and then plan the next one. And then it was just like, it was just all that shit rather than like getting an editor. Like, you know, we meet once a week with the developers. We had a bunch of fucking developers now and people helping out with the plugin. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa does all my emails. <laughs> fucking, I got Jake coming here to film me now, which, you know, it's just easier. Just, yeah. I just don't have to worry about like the, iso and shit and you know what i mean it's just yeah you get to focus on making music and yeah other shit it's just been f- focusing on the what i realized dude is like it was like I, I and i realized this from youtube is like 
I like the vlogs and I like the fucking thing. But at the end of the day, the core is fucking music. So I have to make sure the core is as good as it can possibly fucking be. Yeah. And as focused on it as it can possibly that be. That was the switch for me too. I was seeing that Mr. Beast video and then I was like, fuck, dude, I'm spending more time editing and trying yeah. to be a YouTuber <laughs> than doing what I'm doing in the video. <laughs> you have an editor now? Yeah. Well, I have a few, but yeah, I've been working right. with editors. Um, so it's dude, it's the best thing other than streaming on Twitch, like getting and getting help help with editing has been the one of the best things I've ever done for my career. Cause like I just get to focus on making music and like other shit. Yeah. And it's like, nice. Like um investing in stocks, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Putting all your money into Dogecoin. <laughs> Yeah, but like getting it, dude, if any fucking YouTuber that's making money from YouTube and like other shit and is thinking about getting an editor, fucking do it, dude. Don't even think twice about it. The first few edits is going to be rough because you guys have to figure out a style. So and shit. that segues me into what I was going to talk about. What do you think about like, I feel like a lot of producers because we're at home and we're on our computers, we're very tech savvy. Like a lot of people get involved in stocks. And I feel like I was, I was doing it because I love numbers just for fun, just like a couple hundred bucks, dude, just to like fuck around with it, just to like understand the stock market more. But like I realized, too, it's such a fucking distraction. It's like a thing that you're constantly fucking checking that doesn't really, you know, unless you're really into it and you and you really have a lot of money to invest into it. You know, it's not worth it for the average fucking person. Yeah, because of how much time you dedicate. I have I don't invest in stocks, so I'm like you're fucking talking. I just so. think the move, dude, is just fucking 10xing down on what you're doing. Yeah. Because you can't even get to the point. And this also segues me into something else I was gonna talk about. Like a single placement versus an absolute um what was the word I was using earlier. I didn't write it down. A single placement, a platinum placement. Versus a flood of just like ownership and songs. Yeah. Like, like it's a volume game in every single game, including music. And like, yeah, placement, you know, gets you in the door. But I was doing this with Russ and I was doing it myself today, just like blowing my mind. Like uh, a platinum song right now is like, according to this fucking website I was on, was like, uh, like 250,000. We'll say two hundred. We'll say two hundred fifty thousand streams. It's a million dollars. So whatever amount of streams adds up to a million units sold. You know, we'll say a million dollars, right? So we'll say two hundred fifty million streams. If you produce on that song, and like, how many songs have that many streams? It's a lot of fucking streams. Yeah, two hundred fifty million streams for a producer, right? It takes a while to even get two hundred fifty million streams. Say it takes like nine months to get that many streams. It's fucking platinum, right? Comes in the door. Producer will get three or four percent. That's on the, the classic producer, we'll say, you know, not someone, whatever. The average fucking producer will get three or four percent of that. If you do the math, that's like thirty, forty thousand dollars out of a million. So, of a million dollars, they get thirty, forty thousand. That's not the worst part, I think. The worst part, in my opinion, is you that's nine months it makes that. Spotify pays out three months after that. Yeah. So that's like a whole year pretty much where you're not seeing the full amount of that 30,000. And then on top of it, the label has to pay you. 
and they fucking pay you when they want to pay you. So you get your money fucking dripped to you. And I don't even, you know, I have no experience in this. I just know that because that's just how a lot of fucking shit works. It works yeah. in a lot of industries like that. Yeah, I think it just comes down to like that's why what? People, that's why people take pub deals and they say, all right, fuck that. I'm not waiting for that 40K. I'm just going to take a yeah, take just, 150, 200K right now. I think what's so interesting about like li- the, the time we live in now is that you don't have to go that route anymore. Like you can go a different route and become a, a quote unquote successful producer. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to be the producer that chases placements. If that makes you happy and that's what you want to do with your career, fucking yeah. do that shit. Yeah. And th- that's never going to be me. Like, I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll fucking. Yeah, for after the like, episode after this. But like, uh, what what I realized instead of fucking hating on placements, I just want to, I just want to let everyone know that if you're gonna do that, just know what's gonna happen because you, there isn't, you know, there is an incentive to be it. You know, it's like you can't just fucking get into the industry and be fucking DJ Khaled. You, yeah. you, you know, like unless you really just fucking crush it for 10 years and build like four artists or something crazy like that. Yeah. 99% of the time that's people's way into to the music industry. Yeah. But you know, some people treat it like that. Most people don't treat it like that. Most people treat it like let's fucking go. I'm, I'm fucking lit now, take the pub deal. And then three years later, they're fucking in their LA apartment, just like smoking weed and just fucking, you know, <laughs> Like, what, what the fuck are we going to do now? This is so They're, interesting to me because, like, I feel like we have two very different audiences. Like, obviously, that there's a lot of crossover. But I feel like, do you feel like a lot of your audience is placement focused? Uh, probably. Because I feel like my audience is more of the uh, Low trying high. to, yeah, like trying to build their own streaming numbers. and That's like, fire, though. Yeah. Like, like fucking the TikTok Illusion Eldre train yeah. mm-hmm. has been pretty insane with that. It's insane, dude. And I, I, I fully respect both avenues. I think it's just it just always comes down to whatever the fuck makes you happy. Because like whatever makes you happy is gonna make you work the hardest. Obviously, if you didn't love all the shit that you're doing, there's no way you'd be going that hard. Yeah, it kind of depends on what type of beats you make too. Like the type of beats I make wouldn't. That's the thing is like I would probably do that, but. The type of beats I like to make are just they're <laughs> yeah. they're type beats, dude. They're not fucking <laughs> yeah. they're not like lo-fi beats. They're not like uh they're not they're not like flexing beats. They're just like yeah. they're literally beats the artists would get on pretty much. Yeah. But it's so cool to like have so many different avenues for producers. Like you don't have to fucking lock in with an artist and you could just be fucking making plugins out here, fucking making YouTube videos. Like there's no one way to go about doing all this shit. Yeah, which is fine. I like, dude. Yeah, that's what's fucking sweet about it. You're not bound to like, you know, fucking making thirty beats a day. I can't remember the last time I made thirty beats a day. Thirty beats. (laughs) Thirty beats, dude. I don't have enough time for that. (laughs) I can barely make ten, dude. (laughs) Um, speaking about talking about beats, do you do you still, when you sit down to make a beat, do you think? about it like you're like you're practicing or do you think about it like i need to finish it because i want this to be like a full-on song i think about it like damn this is so fun i can't wait to do this right now (laughs) that's literally it's like a game dude yeah i just that's the that's that's what's great about it is just like it it still remains fucking the craft you know it's still fun for you to make music yeah like you know 
as much as you'll see the comments sometimes like Kyle fucking, you know, he's more of like a vlogger. He's more of like a this, but at the end of the day, dude, because I have all these other things, because my videos are sweet and I really focus on that, you know, making beats is just the freest part of what I do now. You know what I mean? It's not like this thing where I'm trying to, I'm stressing so hard about the beats and the this and the that, like making music is still, it's not, it's not work to me. It's not like I'm trying to fucking mix this and, and stressing about it and, you know, and, and like getting this out because the work is more so the whole fucking brand and, and movement of it all. So like making beats is still fun. Like You're I living can, up to your name, bro. Kyle Beats. Kyle fucking Beats, dude. What a name, dude. <laughs> what a fucking How did that name get me this far, dude? <laughs> yeah, for real. Who would have thought, like, when you started your YouTube channel however many years ago, that you'd be fucking, you'd be here right now. That's insane. Dude, I found my first, uh, oh, should I just pull it up on the fucking screen, dude? I found my first uh, YouTube video. My first beat-making video of all time, which, you know, nobody knows about this, dude. This is oh, like it's not public. It is public, but I guarantee you nobody's finding this, dude. It's pretty fucking ridiculous. I found it the other day because I was looking for one of my old videos on like uh I think if you search like Kyle. Is it this making a beat on an Akai MPK? No, 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 no. That's old. That's 2015. And there's one that's like even older, dude. There's one that's like I think it's like under my Kyle, one of my Kyle Garvin accounts or something. It's pretty ridiculous, dude. You have a lot of videos, bro. I see Penguin. If you look at look up Kyle Garvin, I see Penguin. That was was game. that your name? No, that was the game we made. Oh, okay. It's pretty fire, dude. I see Penguin. I should just relaunch that, dude. Yeah, just bro. That's the thing, dude. There's just so many fucking things I've tried that like. Now that now that I know what I've know, it's like, dude, all of these things would have worked because <laughs> yeah. I know how to like do them now. You know how to make it work. I know how to make it work. What was I gonna say about um something about that? Um, fuck it. Fuck, dude. I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, let's talk about the podcast real quick because um, you know, if I'm gonna be a co-host on here. Uh, I, I do kind of want to talk about like, what is the goal with, with the podcast? Is it just to like get ideas out and kind of just do it because it's fun to, to make a podcast or. Yes. So I think my goal with fucking everything, dude, all the content is like when I think about uh, videos, the start of the YouTube video, the whole kind of vision behind it was when I think of the Ryan Leslie videos or the hit boy videos that I watched, like, a billion times over because that's all that there was like my inspiration is just giving someone a fucking like look at what Kyle Beats is doing yeah and like giving someone an outlet just to even just try just to see okay he's doing it I can fucking do this too you know what I mean so it's just to give someone inspiration and just you know it's like it's entertainment but it, it it's like at the same time it's like super uh it's like it's not just you're watching some fucking TikTok video. Like you're <laughs> watching someone build, make music and, and like, I don't know. So, and, and with the podcasts, like I crush podcasts and audiobooks and stuff like that. 
So it's just a way for people to like kind of get to know who you are. Yeah, it's not, it's not even about me, but it's just like escapism. You know what I mean? And just yeah. like being able to be obsessed with something and like keep keep chasing it. You know what I mean? Like if fucking, you know, if, if someone had a podcast when I was growing up, I'd be listening to it every week. You'd be a billionaire. Them talk right now, about, dude. yeah, you just want to hear people fucking, <laughs> <you've> been, <laughs> I, I just want to hear people talk about the shit that I'm interested in. You know, yeah. it's like if we don't make these podcasts and make these videos and everyone just kind of slows down. That person who could have been the next best fucking producer, you know, just fucking might fizzle out. You know what I mean? It just doesn't do it. Yeah. So it's just like, that's what I want. I just want to provide. And that's why I'm back, dude, doing the podcast because I kind of like st- stopped doing it. A part of it was like, because I just didn't want to hear myself talking over and over because I talk <laughs> about the same shit all day, every day, dude. Yeah. But I have to realize that, like, you know, this is going to help people out. I can't find that video. So if someone fucking finds it, let me know. It's horrible though. So maybe we shouldn't watch it. <laughs> maybe, you should, maybe you shouldn't look for it. <laughs> but also, did you feel like it was like you were kind of like annoying people asking them to be on your podcast? Did you hate asking people? Yeah. That was another reason why I want to have uh, you on here too. It's because like, you know, I just, I don't want the podcast to be, today's episode is about this. And then the next episode is about this other fucking thing. Like, and yeah, it's all surrounding beats, but, and music, but it's just too flip floppy. And, you know, unfortunately I'm not that interested in that many people. Yeah, I'm interested in like certain people. I'm not like interested in the whole fucking, you know, Joe Rogan is just interested in the entire fucking, you could talk about ants and he'd be locked in. Like, I'm just not that way. I mean, I kind of am, but not for a podcast and, 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 you know, I, I would just rather have a fucking cast and yeah, I feel it. I mean, yeah, we were talking about it before. Like, uh, the best podcasts are the ones with just the two consistent guests. Uh, I mean, the two consistent hosts, and then you know, they're just talking about whatever, and like you kind of skip the episodes where they have a guest because you'd rather just hear the two talk. You know, what I noticed lately, dude, this is this is something that I noticed lately. Um, and maybe it's just me, but. Is it weird that like, is it weird that when rappers pass away or they die, they end up like fucking blowing up? You ever notice that? Yeah, I noticed that with. Uh, I mean, I've not I've always been aware of that, but sort of like with with Nipsey when Nipsey passed, I noticed you know the huge spike in like people mm-hmm. talking about him and and like there's two him. sides of it because it's like okay, well, they just like Pop Smoke is one that I've noticed lately. Yeah. Like his his music was not this popular, yeah, definitely. And not. now it's just fucking everywhere. So it's like, um, you know, and obviously, like you want your shit to live on, but I wonder what's happening on the back end. Like, well, is there is, are there you know, is their message living on, and then you know, their family is getting all this, or are the labels just leveraging the fact that they fucking died. And yeah, I guess it just depends. Things. Like you could look at it both ways. Like, because obviously the label is is. You know, they're they're definitely eating off of uh the, the I just feel like I couldn't that. do that. I just feel like I wouldn't be able to fucking do that. Yeah. Like you would kind of let the family take all of it. Just like putting out music that maybe was never intended to go out and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's tough, dude. Like with the I, I think about that with, with Max uh circles. Yeah. Cause like they put that out, you know, post death, but he was, I mean, the, the album from, from the interview that I saw with, uh, with, uh, with the producer, I forgot his name. I think it's John Bryan. Um, I'm totally fucking that up, but with the producer of circles, 
he said that the album was damn near done um and then he passed and then he kind of just did his finishing touches and then the family asked yeah. him to put it out I mean, it's so, definitely case by case but yeah i just i just noticed that recently today i was like that's kind of like i'm curious about it it's like a i feel like in five years it's going to be like a netflix documentary i just i'm always i always think about this like do people it's unfortunate to say but it seems that it's it's uh it's cooler to support somebody when they're gone than when they're here because i think about that with drake like i love i'm a huge drake fan i love all of drake's music i'm the biggest fan you could like you could find but like it's not really that cool to be like outspoken about your love for drake you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and I feel like when he passes, it's gonna be like it's gonna be this resurgence of like I love Drake and everybody's gonna be like, yo, man, I fucking loved Drake. And there's just gonna be all these people that are talking about him that would have probably never been that outspoken with their love for Drake had he not died. And it's like it's it's super Yeah, well, some of that I mean, someone that big is kind of just like fucking trends too, like headline fucking shit. Yeah. Um it's a sad truth, but I mean, it is what it is, man. But like, I that's why I try my best to to tell people how much I fuck with them and how much I support them because I know that there's not gonna there's gonna be a day where I won't be able to say that to them. So, um, do you yeah. think like um someone? Do you think with the way like technology is today, like when you think about Elvis or the Beatles or like I mean, not even. You know, I didn't fucking grow up listening to those people. I'm not that old. <laughs> but like <laughs> when you think about the fact that I even know all about them and just because there was such a monopoly on media back then, like people didn't know who fucking this 15 year old kid on TikTok was. All they knew what the radio had like 17 people on it every single day. The news had like all the top athletes so it's just like this monopoly where everyone knew muhammad ali everyone knew this everyone knew that yeah do you think that like anyone could even come close to being as popular as like elvis or the beatles like like you know it's just there's too much fucking there's too much shit out there like according to people like i'm the fucking greatest producer that's ever lived (laughs) and you know drake sucks and it's just like Charlie D'Amelio is the best fucking whatever that's ever lived. And this is there's so much like shit out there for fucking yeah. people. I, I honestly think it, there, there are people that are going to, that are more famous than Elvis and all of those people, like all the Beatles and all that because of the, because of the internet. Um, yeah. Like I honestly feel like there are more people in the world that know about Charlie D'Amelio than Elvis. Yeah, one because like they're more connected and shit. Yeah, because they're more connected. Like there's just like it just outweighs the fucking because there was no social media back then. All you like people were listening to the radio. I don't know how old. I don't know when fucking Elvis was alive, but yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Social media. Like I feel like yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. That's so weird, dude. Think about. But then, but then you can, but then it gets to the point where like, because there's social media and because we have, um, there, there's so many outlets for people to get to know you. Like there's just, I just feel like there's going to be a point where there's just like so many fucking famous people out there that people are just going to start to back off and like stop wanting to watch other people's lives. Cause there's just too much. There's just too much of it. There's already too much, dude. <laughs> yeah. People are already like, I would fucking, 
you know, if I if I had a hundred million dollars and didn't have any passion for putting out content, you peace out. I would just fucking go to Hawaii or something. Same just dude. Throw out my phone. I have <laughs> yeah. a landline that I can call people on every now and Do then. Do you have that? Uh, that I guess it's uh, that that vision for yourself, like uh, making enough money to just like no fuck off and like yeah, no. and just uh, like nah. I I just you know what is I said I made a song in one of my recent videos. And the last line, I know nobody would even get it, but the last line was like, I, I ain't leaving 2021 without 48 units. <laughs> it's like, what that means is like, um, like a 48 unit apartment complex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, when I, when I get to that age, I'll just be playing a different game. I'll just be yeah. playing the fucking real estate game or, you know, that seems like the best game to play for me. That seems like one I would really like and one that has a shit ton of benefits and, you think you'd still be running a YouTube channel? It would just be a kind of a different Kyle? I don't know, dude. Content? I don't know. I mean, who knows what YouTube would be by then? I'm talking about, I'm talking like 20 years from now. Yeah. Honestly, but, I think YouTube will be around in 20 years. Because I don't think, I don't see YouTube going anywhere anytime I've been soon. been here for almost, you know, two, 2005 was like yeah. the first year. There's just too much content on YouTube. There's like so much shit in the vault for YouTube. And like, I just like, what what's going to take over? Like TikTok is not taking over YouTube. Yeah, everyone's um, tried to like implement long form videos, but yeah, you know, YouTube is it's not going away, bro. Yeah, I don't want it to go away. I love I love yeah. watching YouTube videos. Same. I'm on YouTube probably too much <laughs> <laughs> to be All honest. Right. So uh we got some fan questions. We got some followers questions. Cool. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. So we'll see how many we got. First question is how much money do you make, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. How much money do you guys make? You done a couple of those videos recently, dude. Yeah, bro. I gotta, I, I gotta chill out on doing those. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, dude. <laughs> okay, bro. All right. This first one's from Aiden Sawatsky. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Aiden. Yo, Kyle. What's up? I've been watching for two years. Big fan. Your videos are super helpful for my production. I appreciate you. Uh, my question is. How did you build such a massive internet fan base using music production? How did I build such a, such a, I'll, I'll say my answer and then you can say your answer, how you did it. Honestly, before you even answer this, they're not, these people aren't even fucking asking me. So like, fuck what my answer is, dude. They just want to know what Kyle's answer is. Well, they didn't know you were a co-host until yeah. right now. So, yeah. um, sorry, Aiden. sorry, Aiden. Sorry, buddy. Um, <laughs> posting videos dude posting videos and posting them at the right time like i think it was me and you kind of started posting around the same time i think yeah. or like started getting into the niche at the same time like 2017 middle of 2017 yep and like it, it kind of matters what the i, w- I don't want to say trends but you know kind of like the niche trends like you gotta the simple answer is posting content you know what i mean the fucking gary v answer post as much content as you possibly can yeah but i think it's important to just stay hip with fucking everything dude you know like a lot of my answers now on like um when people ask me questions like that a lot of my answers are just like you got to be obsessed because i can give you i can give you i've given people literally the sauce the exact thing they need to do and they don't do it because they're not skilled enough because they're not obsessed with what's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you've noticed now, I'm not posting videos every other day. You know what I mean? Cause that shit is not that everyday vlog shit is not what's popular anymore. It's just about get, making the, 
it's just about making the best videos of all time that people never want to click away from. And it's, I think it's just the, the, the strategy is posting a lot of content and really dialing down on what you're good at. Um, and then from there, it's just being obsessed, like listening, you know, listening to this podcast, listening to everyone's podcast, watching the videos and, and paying attention. Like, Oh, this person fucking Kyle B's posting a new video. Let's see what he's doing. Oh shit. That's crazy. Like, the shit I'm I'm so obsessed that if I was in one of my followers shoes, I'd be, I would have been listening to my podcast with Russ like 140 times. Yeah. You know what I mean, maybe not yet. Like a realistic number, probably like 26 times or something. Like I just listen to it over and over and over and over and all that, those reps and shit, just things get embedded into your brain. Honestly, you? dude, the blueprint is like the, if you just take a look at the YouTube channel, like li- you could literally do this right now. Anybody go to Kyle's YouTube channel, click filter it by most popular see what the most popular videos are and then try to figure out why is it the title is it the thumbnail maybe it's both maybe it's the content like what is he doing in the con and literally just like do the same shit with your spin on it and see what happens and test and test your audience and see what what sticks and and maybe you'll do five of those and then the and then the fifth one is the one that takes off and then you'll learn a lot from that video yeah, yeah. another thing that russ actually said too which was a good way to say it was follow, follow your curiosities. Like uh, something that just gets fucking drilled out of people in like school systems and stuff is being curious. And like, I wonder what this button does. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. I wonder what this does. I'm going to try. Oh, you, what if we fucking, you know, I wake up in the more, I wake up in the middle of the night and just go, Oh damn. What if I try this, write some shit down on my phone. Like it has to be 24 seven dude. And yeah. just eliminate it's, it, it goes deeper than just a strategy. Everyone fucking knows the strategy pretty much. It goes deeper than that. It's more about like being obsessed and following your curiosities. All right. Next one from Austin Evans. Let me get you a nice little sideways fucking video. Nice little. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was just curious as to how you were all inspired to create or what motivated you to do music as a full-time thing. Thank you. Have a great day. What motivated me to do music as a full-time thing? I don't know. I was just making music for fun. (laughs) I just thought it was lit, dude. I just wanted to... I liked creating shit and showing people. And music was the thing that, um, you know, like I, I told you the other day, I was editing a video, the Rust video, and, you know, I edited it for like a few days. And when it was over, I was like, oh, I never want to see a fucking video editing again. And and just like, I get sick of a lot of things, but I always just come back to music and open up FL Studio and just let it fucking loop and just sit here and just, it was just the thing I was the most passionate about, I think. Yeah. I fuck with it. He fucks hey, with it. Hey, what's up, Kyle? How are you? Big fan. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shirtless dad. Here we go. <laughs> Dylan Ward and uh, shout out from Ireland uh, just two questions I want to ask you number one would be have you any tips for someone who is experiencing slow growth at the minute uh, and number two I'm wondering how did you get over the lack of encouragement from your peers uh, early on in your uh, in your journey it's uh, currently one I'm facing at the minute um, big fan and I really hope to see more of your videos soon see that's why I make videos dude so they can look at me and go well fuck my peers dude Kyle Beat says he just 
you know, went off on his own and just did his own thing. I'm not going to listen to them, dude. At the end of the day, dude, all your fucking fr- people around you are going to be wrong, dude. That's, that's realistically what has happened. Like everyone telling me to do this and, you know, get a fucking job and health insurance. It's like, dude, I have, you know what I mean? I'm hiring people now. I'm doing a lot of bigger things now. So number one, fuck that. Number two, what, was, what do you say? Like, um, I'll ask you number one would be slow growth, slow growth. It's natural, dude. At the end of the day, um, you know, your numbers are going to be not great no matter what you're posting at the start, pretty much, you know, unless you get lucky. But realistically, you know, if you really compare it to someone's video that's getting hundreds of thousands of views, that's a music producer, and you're making the videos, like realistically compare it and say, okay, are these videos, because everyone thinks their shit is the best because they're improving on their own craft, but like i would realistically compare it and just fucking keep keep being curious and getting better yeah i think i want to add something to that i think if you just really love what you're doing this is like numbers and slow growth and all that shit is like out the window bro like if if you love making music and you love making content like just focus on the love of that and fuck Mm -hmm. everything else dude like fuck slow growth don't look at your numbers like that um and just like and keep making videos like when i first started making videos dude i of course I wanted to grow, but I wasn't making videos because I wanted to get like millions of views. I wanted to, I did it because the shit was f- fucking fun and I I couldn't see myself doing anything else. And when you get lost in the process of, of just making shit because it's fun to you, you're going to outwork everybody else that's not doing it out of the love. So, Amen. yeah, man. And then if enough time goes by and you keep fucking trucking away, all of a sudden you make it something, some crazy moment happens and then go, damn, Overnight success. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking 10 years goes by. All right. KO Tonics. Hey, what's going on, Kyle? So I go by KO Tonics online. Cal-tonics. And uh, what I'm doing this year is a 2021 uh, experiment. I call it the Russ Experiment, where I'm releasing a new song every single week, every Monday. And my question is, if you guys were to be doing something like this and taking Russ's advice, what would you guys do different in today's environment versus when he was doing it on SoundCloud um, these days with algorithms that, you know, are about click through rates um, and, you know, the platforms are Instagram and TikTok instead of instead of what he was using? What would you guys do differently if you guys were to do an experiment like this? Thanks. Well, the platform is Spotify, first of all. If you're doing music, he's dropping music, right? Yep. Every week. Platform of Spotify. Spotify is the fucking game, dude. If you can, you should learn, you should master Spotify like Master Beast or Master Beast, like Mr. Beast mastered Master YouTube. Beast. That's what you need to do. And like, as far as I'm concerned, I've from what I've heard, you can give me your input on this. You probably, you've probably released more shit than me, but um, like Friday is when the fucking music comes out. You know, everyone's posting Friday at fucking 12.01 a.m. That's when they're dropping new music and trying to get it on New Music Friday, the the Monday playlist that comes up on Spotify. And I think probably dropping weekly sounds like a sounds like a good idea to me. I don't know why I don't think it's a bad thing. And and like like we said earlier, the game is volume. The game is not having one song that gets 250 million views. 
our streams, the game is having a bunch of songs that have a ton of that are really good songs and just having like 300 songs. That's a, that's the difference between Russ and someone else. He just has like 400 fucking songs and he, Andy has the hits with the 250 million and all that plays. So he's got those. And on top of it, he's got the 300, 400 songs that just that long tail is what makes him make a hundred K a week type of thing. But what do you think? Um, so, well, yeah, I think volume is the game. Uh, I did a song a week. I did it for almost 20 weeks. Um, so, I mean, I don't know how far, how deep this dude is in, in the, in the whole production of it or how, how many songs he has in the vault. But I think it's just all about creation and distribution. So if you can, if you can be like set eight weeks ahead, you're fuck, you're going to kill it. Cause yeah. once you're eight weeks ahead, that'll give you enough time to submit your, your music to different editorial playlists. Uh, they like to say, they, they say four weeks is the, is the minimum you should, yeah you should be submitting. So you'll have eight songs sent to editorial playlist. You'll have eight weeks ready. And then you should spend the rest of your time making content around it. TikTok would probably be my number one suggestion yeah. because of how much opportunity is on there. So if you make TikToks, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, if you make content around each song using all of those platforms and the songs are good, they will, they're, they're going to do well. That's another thing. They have to be good. Like if you're just fucking yeah. making shit that nobody likes like you could do hella shit and no one's gonna really <laughs> listen to it you never know on tiktok dude <laughs> yeah. never fucking know what about what did anything ever happen with that you had a tiktok that hit like a hundred fucking gajillion views yeah Tell, talk us through that experience i feel um, like that that kind of like you know kind of like was this thing that it seemed like from me, it was like this thing that got you super excited and then was like, damn, nothing really came from that type of thing. Yeah, uh, because I think I was like expecting my entire life to change from one fucking video. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I was a little let down. No, but like what it showed me, I, well, I gained like 300,000 follow, TikTok followers Jesus. in like, I don't know, a few months, which doesn't, it doesn't mean shit because like my ratio on TikTok is now fucked. Cause I got yeah. all these followers, but I don't, it, I don't see that in the amount of views. So now it just looks like I fucking bought followers and shit. So honestly it did more harm than good. No, I'm playing. But, um, <laughs> I spoke to like a bunch of news stations. Uh, did you really? <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of different news, news outlets reached out. Um, I talked to the people over at Ellen. I, I, t I did a bunch of different shit from the video. Damn. A lot of new followers. Um, like it wasn't because it wasn't like a music thing that blew up. There wasn't really anything else that came from it. Other yeah. Than followers. Yeah. I, this is what, this is what, um, I remember while I was going in to do the Russ interview and, and, uh, or whatever the Russ podcast and, uh, Vanessa was like saying like, Oh my God, you're so calm right now. Like, why are you so calm? And I was just like, um, you know, and I don't really, I, I don't really want to gain anything from anyone. I just want to connect with people that are doing that I that I respect and that are doing cool shit because it's just bringing more good energy into my fucking life and ins inspires me when I see other people doing good shit that I know. But like also when you have things that you think are these moments, you have to realize that there's no moment that's going to make or break you. Yeah. It's a good place to be cuz you're not going to like you know, it's just like 
when someone I see just like goes into a scenario where they think this person is going to help them out and they want to, they want them to wear their fucking clothing line yeah. and they want them to do this. It's like, dude, if you really knew what you were fucking doing, there isn't a moment like people DM me all the time. Like, can you do this? Post my fucking song and all yeah. this stuff. And Same. like, dude, literally if, if I dedicated the rest of my life to posting your mute, that song that you sent me every video, every single thing was dedicated to to you and that fucking song. Literally nothing would come from it. Yeah. That's what people don't understand is like, you know, there isn't, it's just, you don't want one moment to really do that anyways, but you know, 99.999% of the time, there isn't one moment that's just going to make or break your entire fucking career. Yeah. Like it's just, and if it's it just, does, it's going to, it's going to be gone faster than it came. Exactly. It's going to go up and down like yeah. that. Like there's exactly. a lot of fucking TikTok fucking songs, even, you know, people that put out songs that just becomes a trend and they don't even know who the fucking artist is or anything. But to put a cap on that real quick, my bad to, to my bad Logan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but just fucking make content everywhere, bro. Make sure you're ahead like a few weeks. So you have some buffer um, and fucking make content everywhere. And, if one of the songs blows up or if one of the TikToks blows up, you're good because you got content for the next fucking yeah. like seven or eight weeks. So you're not riding on that one moment. You got shit in the vault ready to go out. Yeah. I just keep it fucking going too. When yeah. something blows up, I just keep that shit going. I just yes, don't sir. even, I just keep it going like nothing happened. All right. How do you get more beat sales on beat stars? I need this one. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I would love to just go to his page and listen to his beats right now. Yeah, Loki, that would be like give him a little free consultation. That- <laughs> <laughs> and just like, you know, that's step one is step one is, you know, I would say before you even start on Beat Stars, you need to have like I would get like at least 20 beats up there. Maybe 30 or 40. Um so that right there is probably you know people put four beats up there they're all fucking garbage they got the beatstars.com tag mm-hmm. just like yeah. all over it because they don't have a full account get the fucking full account so there's no tags get the get 20 beats up there and make sure they're fire and then you know post on youtube post on like you know youtube has an algorithm now that's constantly changing you could blow up on there that's where people are looking for beats so it's like that can still that game still works even though no one really talks about it anymore. And um, I don't know, just try some shit. <laughs> Spend time reaching out to people. Like you should be you should be dedicating like two or three hours every day, reaching out to artists, um, asking. Well, actually, you know what my 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 advice lately has been with with producers like because a lot of I get a lot of questions about how do I get placements and all that, which at the beginning of the episode, I said most of my audience wasn't really placement driven, but I do get Mm -hmm. questions all the time about like with people saying, yo, how do I get placements? How do I work with artists? My, I think this method that I'm about to tell you is the best way. Like if you're not desperate for money and you got us and you got a job, fucking stay at the job, make money, make that how you make money. And then on the side, you should be spending like four or five hours reaching out to millions of different artists if you got beats like that, if you got hundreds of beats on your hard drive, offering your beats for free and just asking for royalties instead of asking for the upfront payment. 
because mm-hmm. the upfront payment it's not like a it it's not gar- a guaranteed long-term relationship you're kind of just doing like a one-off kind of thing but if you offer your beats to let's say this artist and you guys make like eight or nine songs and you ask for the royalties and one of the songs takes off well you got fucking money coming in and you have a really strong relationship over that over like a fucking one-time beat stars payment mm. and you're not desperate for money because you have a job where where you that's that's what brings in the money for the bills I think that producer over a producer that's trying to get sales is going to win in the long term. But if you're just trying to fucking make 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 money short term, like I guess you could just post beats on YouTube and hope for the best. Yeah. You got to make sure it's fucking insane though. There's got to be something different about it. Yeah. Like people just copy everyone else almost in every field and every fucking thing, you know. Yeah, like that's just not how you're. I mean, I started off selling beats, and that's how I made my first. You know, that's how I have my first income. Then I could start recording YouTube videos just on Instagram, but I don't think you're gonna do that. I, that seems like a lot harder to do nowadays because I had fucking bots swarming the entire internet. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, like beats. People go on Beat Stars now, dude. Like my friend who's an artist just goes on Beat Stars. Like maybe there's. You know, there's shit there. Like I used to hack the fucking BeatStars thing and uh, I had like a small email list of artists, like 2000 people back in the day. And I'd be like, I, I'd email them all and say free beat, like doing a free beat this week and whatever. And I'd put this one beat and it would be a penny. And I yeah. was like, oh, I can't say it's free. So you just had to buy it for one penny. And I'd get like 10 sales in like an hour and my beat would shoot up on the charts <laughs> yeah. and they stopped. You can't do that anymore. That was like, this is like four years ago, but just like things like that, you have to be able to, you know, it's that comes down to the obsessed thing. And also like I was desperate, dude, you know, like I was fucking down to like my less than a thousand dollars. I had just a couple hundred dollars and a bunch of fucking I had rent and all this shit. Like I didn't, I barely had enough money to survive. So I was like desperate. Yeah. So, I mean, just to put a period on this Logan, right? I keep thinking this is live for some reason. Um, It goes to, to Logan, bro. If you, if you're trying to make money, you need to be spending hours reaching out. Cause it's all about creation and distribution. Like I said earlier, bro, you should be reaching out to artists, make a goal of like 10 artists a day. Just fucking lay in bed, find artists, be like, yo, I'm gonna give you this first beat for free, and then and then we could work on some shit after that. Check my Beat Stars page out, just so you can get your foot in the door. Because if you're if you're reaching out to people and you're like, "Yo, I got beats twenty five dollars a lease," nobody's gonna fucking reply to that. Yeah, dude. nobody's I fucked up that reply. whole game, dude. Yeah. <laughs> nobody's doing that shit. Dude. I fucked up the whole game. <laughs> Nobody wants to fuck with that. <laughs> um, fuck was I gonna say? It seems like a common theme, dude, for every fucking producer too. Yeah. Seems like the common thing. The best thing you can do, dude, is do some shit that nobody is doing. That is the fucking thing. Sit and think and write down a bunch of shit that people aren't doing. And make sure it's like good too. You know, when I say that to people, you know, sometimes people come up with ideas like, oh, dude, I'm going to fucking, you know, like uh, I'm going to go rent a boat and just only make beats on the boat. And that's going to be my thing. And it's just like, make sure it's like a good idea too. Like have some series that you start, have something that you make that works really well. And then everyone copies you. You know what I mean? That's, that's what you have to figure out what to do. 
You know what I mean? That's where the most value is, you know, and you can look to people like Kyle Beats and this, but if you're just copying what that person's doing, it's just not going to work, unfortunately. And the first time I heard that, I was like, oh, it's because they don't want me to fucking do what they're doing. Take <laughs> yeah. some of their money. But it's like, no, it's just not, it just doesn't work, dude. It's just the beat. When Cash Money AP started blowing up on YouTube with the type beats, every fucking person on YouTube started putting free in their title. Yeah. Free, free. And even though it wasn't really free to license it, it was just free to like download with the tags. So that's what the whole, and then everyone just copied them. But who's the only person that it worked for? You know what I mean? You know what nobody's doing right now? Fucking reaching out to artists and offering their music for free. <laughs> 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 like just imagine, like if I, if I was a rapper, right? Looking for beats and somebody hit me up like, yo, I'm selling beats. Come check out my page. And then another producer hit me up like, yo, man. I'm not trying to get some upfront payment. I just want to, I want to make a lot of music and I want to make some money, dude. So and you fucking, have fire beats too. With you it. have fire beats and you're like, yo, I'll send you stems right now, bro. No fucking charge. Just give me like, let's split the royalties. Let's fucking make money long-term. I'm fucking hitting up that dude, bro. Over mm. the $25 beat, even if his beats are more fire than the other dude, I don't give a fuck. Cause I'm not trying to deal with like, choose which lease am I going to choose? Like, I'm not going to do that. I'd rather just go with the dude that's like hungry and not trying to make money up front. It's just looking for back end shit. True. What were one of the biggest problems that you had to overcome as a music producer? One of the biggest problems I had to overcome as a music producer was when I was broke and I wasn't making <laughs> any money. Pretty much. Damn. Pretty much it, dude, for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I didn't have a problem of, like, I treated the whole thing as a business from the fucking start, dude. Yeah, I love making music, but I wasn't. And I loved, like, you know, my idols were fucking, like, Hit Boy Ryan Leslie and fucking the people I looked up to were all those producers, like Kanye and Scott Storch, and I was just watching their beat-making videos all day. But that seemed impossible, dude. <laughs> like that, that, that getting to that point seemed fucking impossible. So it's like I was just trying to make money, dude, on the internet. That's that's pretty much what I was. I wasn't looking at it as I was this music producer that's gonna make all these tracks. Those are that was just a bonus when that shit happened. When I actually got to when I actually did something with an artist and put it together and made a song. Like that was just that was just even more fun. It was almost like they're set. The music and the business has almost been separated in my head from the start. Even though they're together, in my head, they're like separate things. Yeah. So um, I think it was just when I was just going broke and like trying to sell, trying to fucking figure it out, I guess. And just at the start, it's just hard to make beats that sound good for a while. Like the yep. mixing and shit. It's tough, man. Just got to keep making beats. That's <laughs> I hate giving that advice because it's like, People well, want, all like, the questions, thought. dude, are just like all the question, all the questions from, and this is just how humans are, dude. All the questions are just like, you know, how I remember I would DM someone like asking, like, dude, how do you have time to to work out while you do everything? While you, this is like years ago, while you, uh, you know, he's like a he's like a video dude. And it's like, why you do? How how do you have time to work out? And he's like, I don't know, I just fucking make time. Now I'm running every morning and working out in the afternoon. It's just yeah. like, you're just, it's out of like fear of like, how long is this going to take? And, you know, it's like you're, if you're running 10 miles and you're like, you're standing, you're running next to me, you're like, how long do we have left? It's just like that type of question. 
or they're just, you know, they, they're just so con- it's hard to believe that something good is going to come when you have, when you've had no success. Yeah. Like I've had enough success now to go, okay, well I want to do this now. I want to make these plugins and have, and I don't know how it's going to happen. You know, I want to blow up this fucking podcast. I'm not sure how it's going to happen. You know, I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know how this video, but I just know that I can make things happen. And and there's enough of things that I've thought about and that have happened that I go, okay, well, anything I want to make happen, I can just do if I just put in that amount of time and I'm smart about it and I'm not just putting in time to something that I'm not good at or whatever. But what do you think? Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't remember what his question was, but yeah, just keep, just keep either. fucking, just keep going, dude. Um, no, I, oh, his question was, what's the biggest hurdle you have ever had to overcome? Yeah. Have you um, had a specific hurdle? I don't think I've ever had a specific, I think the making the making beats that sounded good was probably the biggest hurdle. And just like the daily hurdle, like the daily mental hurdle of like, uh, not comparing yourself to other people keeping your blinders on and just fucking going and not yeah. worry about anybody else. I want to talk about two fucking, um, uh, how many of these we got left? How many of these fucking questions? Should we just stop the questions for a second and just go back to them? Sure. We could, we'll, we could, we'll, we could, sorry, Pedro, Pedro. We'll go back to you, Pedro, in a second. That's a, that'll Pedro. probably be the last one because I got to dip in like in 10 minutes. So. Oh, sweet. All right. We'll, yeah. we'll continue those next week then. How long did it take you to start selling beats? Was probably his question. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same shit. <laughs> so this is what it feels like sometimes, dude. That's why I like, you know, it's like sometimes I just feel like I'm a motivational speaker. Because like that <laughs> that's like the common theme yeah. of like people. It's it's just like they it's it's a weird thing, right? Where it's like my entire fan base just wants to be in my fucking shoes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like I mean it makes sense, bro. It's like it's like you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, they love my videos and they like my music. And it's like it's weird to have a fan base where the whole fan base just wants to be doing what you're doing. Yeah. It's it's like a strange fucking um I was gonna ask you about uh you tweeted uh <laughs> what else was it today? Oh the uh, tweeted, the life of a YouTuber. The life of a YouTuber. Let me just uh let me just Go ahead and pull up the tweet on the screen here, so I can read it out to the to, to our lovely audience. <laughs> I just—it's an interesting topic, though, so I really want to talk about it. And I've fucking thought the same thing many many a times. All right, life of a YouTuber sees YouTube video is underperforming, changes title and thumbnail, video starts losing views. <laughs> Now, when you did that, did YouTube tell you, you may want to consider changing your title and thumbnail, or did you just do it just out of panic? Um, I just saw, like, you know how, like, when you go on your creator studio or whatever, it tells you how your video is doing compared to the other videos. Right. Uh, like, it's first 24 hours or and whatever. it was 10 out of 10. Yeah, it was like 9 out of 10, and I was oh. like, I, I panicked a little bit. And I was Isn't like, that the worst, dude? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, dude, I made this video because I thought I was going to do really, really well. It was a Fiverr video. And I was like looking at other people's Fiverr videos and I was like, yo, people's Fiverr videos are fucking doing really good. So I changed the, I changed the, the title a little bit, hoping that it would, you know. It might pick up, dude. My Fiverr video took a while to pick up, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, but also Fiverr isn't in the title of the video at all. So I was just experimenting and seeing maybe will you get more if you don't put Fiverr? Because maybe people don't know about Fiverr. 
Um, I didn't put Fiverr in my title, I don't think. I think you, or maybe you put experts in quotes. Either way, I panicked and I was like, fuck, I need to change it because I want my video to do really well. Now, do you pay attention to the um, audience retention? Um, I know it's there. I just choose, which is like super ignorant of me to like not look at it because like I, I guess I'm just scared of what the truth really is. Yeah. Uh, but I watched that Mr. Beast video. I watched that Mr. Beast video of like, it wasn't, it was on like, it was, he was on a podcast or something talking about like, how do you get more views or whatever? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, dude, you just have to get people to stay for the entire video and make the content good enough. And that's it's it. Simple, it's a simple else. concept. People yeah. have to come to the video and they have to watch it as long yeah. as possible. And YouTube will, that's, YouTube will reward you for that. It's so super why are, simple. So it's like, why are they going to stay to the end? Yeah, exactly. You know, that's why the, that's why the producer niche kind of started taking off. It's because people stay to the end because they want to watch the outcome of the beat that you just yeah, made. It's a story built in itself. Yeah. So it's like, you have to think about that every time you watch a video. And it's like a, it's like a thing where you have to pay attention to it's not just the title and thumbnail. Yeah. It's are people actually watching the video. And at the end of the day, dude, you know, you I've I've specifically made videos where we I fucking timeline out, okay, the first five seconds is gonna have this. The first five seconds to a minute is gonna be action packed stuff. The first two minutes, we're not even gonna show anything other than beats and like you know, you can do that all you want. I think it's better to just know, like, see what people are dipping away from on your videos. See what parts they're skipping through on the retention, like where it spikes up. Like, most likely it's going to be where you're making a beat. You know, when you start doing this, it's going to go down. If you're just rambling on, it's going to go down. So maybe like, maybe like if you, and at the beginning of the video, if, if, a strategy this is what mr b said he's like if you're gonna put a fucking i don't know exactly what he said but he's like if you're gonna put a thousand orbies in your swimming pool don't start the video off where you're in the grocery store shopping with your mom you know that's not the that whole watch time thing is not the wave anymore it's like just start the video off by saying we put a thousand orbies in our swimming pool yeah or something something to do with the orbies you know not every that's video they clicked not every, yeah. If you, if you, you don't want to let down your audience. So it's like, you know, you can say max tuning is doing well and I'm doing well, but at the end of the day, if you're not, if you're not growing, you're dying. So it's like, you're always going to appeal to your audience. How do you continue to appeal to a new audience? Like Emma fucking Chamberlain is huge. She, she's just getting, she built that audience to the vlog shit and now she's just getting her same audience watching your videos over and over and over but it's not like she's growing like fucking crazy she's just her audience just loves her videos yeah so it's like you know that's what mr beast has really nailed is like the growth hack of like the continuing to grow yeah but at the end of the day it's just making entertaining videos and like killing your darlings like skipping i started filming for two days and turning it into one video that was half the amount of time yeah. So I've like, I like four X to my video, uh, retention because I, I just started getting right into it. And if you wait too long to make beats, you know, as much as my fans love me, hmm. only my core fans are going to love me making coffee. Yeah. The other people are only going to watch the coffee. If you hit them enough at the start of the video, if you give them enough of good shit, then maybe they'll be interested in the coffee. And it, it's a case by case thing. But when you're dealing with, 
tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands of people, you have to like really just like give it the best. That was something uh, that I, it was a conscious decision on my part when I started adding like more of the beat that I made in the video at the end of the video. Like I, I did that because I was like, yeah, people are going to click out because they, you know, not everybody wants to listen to the entire beat. But when I die, that song might not be anywhere but on that video. Yeah, I know that people are going to want to listen to it. So that's why I started doing that. And it was like a, whether people stay till the end or not, I'm not really worried about that. I just know that when I die, if you are watching my videos, they're going to want to listen to the beat. Right. And it's a tricky thing because it's like me and my editor go back and forth with this. It's like, okay, well, people skip forward this part. So do we just cut that? That was such a good part though. It's just that some people skip through it. Yeah. Because it's like, if you skip through all that shit, people don't even really get to know you. People don't, it's like, okay, I'm just making, uh, I'm just making beats and cracking jokes and it's just fucking all the most energetic, entertaining parts. They don't really even get to see some funny other little nonchalant thing that happened or, you know, some in-between thing that happened or, or the fact that I drink coffee, like I could drop a coffee. This is, this, this is like a huge thing that like seems impossible right now, but if I ever get to the point where I'm just like dropping a coffee fucking brand or something like that. Um, Cal like, beans. Yeah. Like Cal beans. Wow. There's the name. Let's clip <laughs> it. Let's clip that. Uh, like that can only happen because I'm giving more of myself out there, Yeah, you know, and this, and there's also just so many X factors in YouTube where it's like, some people are just fucking entertaining. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, I feel like I'm not that person. <laughs> no, but it's it is it's 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 a tough thing to to like try and balance because like I, there's probably parts of your video that I really enjoy that other people skip through. Right. So are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna edit be, for my taste or other people? Like right. whose taste are you editing? So, so whenever this has happened to you too, I think, and it, probably a lot of YouTubers. Whenever I make a meaningful ass video that I I really love this video but it's not typical. It's a little bit different. You know, usually someone like you or someone will hit me up and be like, dude, that was the best video I ever watched of your videos. Yeah. And it way underperforms, yeah. you know, but you know, that Russ video I posted Russ FaceTime me. I mean, maybe it catches a little fucking upswing, but I did that just to promote this podcast. And like, I knew it wasn't gonna, you know, not everyone knows who Russ is, even though it's huge. And like, it's not this viral, it's not a video that can go viral like that and continue to get views. It's kind of just like a, a great video, but like all my fans just became that much more, you know, obsessed with my fucking videos. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, um, you know, this is fucking, this is, this is a, this is a new era of the Kyle Beats podcast featuring Chris Puncelon. And this video, we did a lot of catching up this podcast. But we're going to come fucking cracking every single episode, weekly episodes, and uh, fucking, yeah. What else? Is that it, dude? Yeah, I think that's it, man. Uh, I think, um, well, we'll, we'll, the brand, you know, I know Chris Puncelon is so hard, which I'm very grateful that you say my last name correctly. It's so hard for people to say, like, you know, I get really? it. Yeah. So, I mean, I say it every video, but if you don't know who I am and you kind of just see the name, you're like, I don't know how to say that. So I'll just fucking wing it. So maybe we could just call it Kyle Beats Podcast featuring <laughs> CP so, or something. Make sure you follow. Make sure you follow uh, me at Kyle Beats. And what's your Instagram? Chris Punzalan on Chris Punzalan. You'll just fucking if you search it, you'll find it. Yeah, you'll find uh, it. We'll be 
doing I'll be doing more shit like this so you guys can ask questions. Maybe we'll go through the other ones fucking another time. But sorry, Pedro. They seem to be all the same themes type of things. <laughs> I'll go through them right now. I'll go through all the questions. And if there's another good one, I'll bring it for fucking next week's episode. Cool. But all right. Fire. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Until next time. Peace. Peace.